19 tips to help take better photos with a phone. Hi and welcome to episode 73 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you would like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Yes, I have changed the title since the last episode to something much more snappy. Talking of snappy, this is take four because I've made a mess of the first three. So soon in, it's a concern, isn't it? Right, here is the answery bit. To take better photos with a phone, you need to first think about what you're taking a photo of and why. Spend time thinking about the composition of the photo and try your phone held up right and rotated through 90 degrees. You need to know how your camera works and use the best app that you have to take photos with. Finally, to take better photos with a phone, you need to practice. Okay, that's the answer. Now let's go through those 19 things one by one quickly. One, first, why and what are you taking a photo of? Now, a lot of this stuff, it's about mainstream photography with a camera. And what I'm trying to get over here, which I'll say on more than one occasion, is you're taking photos with a phone, but you, you, you need to think of it as you're using your phone as a camera. You're not just taking snaps with a phone because they're so much better these days. So um, just wanted to make that point. So number one, first, why and what are you taking a photo of? It might sound obvious, but if you think about this for a second, rather than just turning up somewhere and taking photos left, right and centre which is so easy and tempting to do, especially with a phone, think about why you're doing it. This is what I do. Number two, take your time. Now we've all stopped and had a think about what we're doing, slow down, take your time, relax. There is no rush, hopefully. Photography is a thing to take your time over. Something to be thought about and enjoyed. Number three, look around. Yep, seriously. And I will add to that. When I look around, I also walk around, see what I can find, see what is of interest to me. This is how I find the good stuff that others can easily miss. And yes, I really do this. Seriously, you'll see me wandering around like, uh, I don't know what. Anyway, number four, let's stay focused here. Get close. You might not know this, but most camera phone lenses are actually wide angle lenses. That means you've got a wide field of view, meaning that things look quite far away. This is normal with a phone, although I'm not really sure why. You probably need to get in closer to make the subject of the photo more prominent. This is a common problem with photos taken with phones. Now, if you want to know more about wide angle lenses and telephoto lenses, which I'm going to come on to in a minute, check out the previous episodes of my podcast because I've already covered these. So, um, And the principles are exactly the same. Just because the, the camera is in a phone, it's still a camera and the principles still apply. Five, try the telephoto lens. Now, if you're lucky enough to have a phone with two lenses, the chances are that the default lens is a wide angle lens and that the other lens is a telephoto lens. This is the case with my iPhone XS. Okay, so how can you tell? Well, if you take a photo with the default lens first, and then take a photo with the second lens, what's in the photo taken with the second lens should look more like how you see things with your own eyes. Everything should be closer in and larger. See, the reality is that the telephoto lens on an iPhone XS, using my phone as an example, awful name, Apple, 
is um, the telephoto lens is similar to a standard lens on a DSLR. So if you think about this, if you use the telephoto lens, your photos will automatically stand out from everybody else who doesn't. Number six, clean the lens. Yep, this is a must. Think about this. Where has your phone been? In a bag? In your pocket? Who knows? Just buy a small cloth that falls into a cover of some sort, which you could put in a pocket or a bag. That's all I'm talking about. When I say fold into a cover, you get these little lens cloths, which have got, it's like a little bag that it folds into. It keeps it clean and you can wash them in the washing machine. I mean, if you wear glasses, you can use a cloth that you use to clean them. It's just fine. It's just give that lens a wipe. Never does any harm. Seven, composition. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Take time and care over the composition. You can listen to other episodes of my podcast where I talk a lot about composition. I cover this early on because it's such an important thing. Composition is the content of the photo and what people are looking at. As I like to say, composition is king. A great composition makes a great photo. A rubbish composition makes a rubbish photo. Number eight, rules of composition. Check out the episodes where I talk about the rules of composition and also which rules of composition I use. Use the grid lines to help compose your photos. This will help you massively. And as an aside, if you do check out those earlier episodes, you'll notice that I've learned to say the word composition faultlessly. So hey, there's some progress there. Only took 73 episodes. Nine, portrait and landscape. What do these mean? Portrait is with the phone held normally, alongside vertical, and landscape is with the camera rotated through 90 degrees, alongside horizontal. Basically, however you take the first photo, try the composition with the camera rotated through 90 degrees to the other position and see what you get, see which you prefer. 10. Angles and viewpoints. Try different angles and viewpoints of the chosen subject matter. Now, I do this with my architectural photography work and sometimes get something really different. Not every time, it has to be said, but it's always worth a try. What have you got to lose? 11. Light. What is the light doing? Look at the light and see how it is affecting the parts of the scene that you are photographing. Move around and see how the light changes. Shoot into the sun and see what happens. Yep, they say don't do it. Just do it. See what happens. Again, nothing to lose. Shoot with the sun at 90 degrees behind you, over your shoulder, to the left, to the right. In, out, in, out. Shake it all about. Try it from anywhere. See what happens. See what you get. Play around and try stuff and you never know what you might get. And you might get something that becomes your thing, which is always nice, isn't it? 13. Know how your camera phone works. Or as I've written here, phone camera works. Hmm. There's more to this than just taking the photo. Find out what your phone camera can do. You might be missing out on some very useful features. And trust me, I've made this mistake many, many times. 14. Try HDR. That's a missing feature. HDR is high dynamic range. Now, I use this with my DSLRs on my architectural photography work. On a camera phone, it's just a setting within an app. It's just another thing. What's HDR? Well, with HDR, you are, in very simplistic terms, you're getting more light at the light and dark ends of the scale. More of the light bits, more of the dark bits, which helps make the photos look better. I will cover HDR all the way through on a... All the way through? I'll say that again. Still can't edit things out, by the way. I'll cover HDR in a future episode. That's better. Do you need a tripod? Now, on my commercial work, I always use a tripod. And when I'm out taking photos of my phone, I do every now and then. And always for videos, but that is for the next episode. I find that when I put my camera or my phone on a tripod, it slows... I keep on saying tripod. It's tripod. I know it's tripod. Why can't I say tripod? Tripod, tripod, tripod. There we go. 
Sorry about that. It slows me down and I take more time taking the photos. And you know what? The photos are usually better. 16. Pick the app for you to take photos with. That should say pick the best app. I use the default camera app on my iPhone for general stuff. And for serious stuff, I love using the free Lightroom app. 17. Photographing RAW. I use Lightroom to take photos and it takes photos in RAW, which gives me more data when I'm editing my photos in Lightroom. If you haven't got a clue what RAW is, let me tell you quickly. A RAW photo has had no processing done to it. You do all that yourself, unlike a JPEG, which has processing baked in when you take the photo. Talking of processing. 18. Processing. Don't go over the top with processing. I use Lightroom to enhance the content of the photo and no more. I've never used a filter on a photo. Never. I don't know anything about them and I don't want to, to be honest with you. Is that just me or is it because I'm old? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just that I've never used a filter. There's two parts to editing images. I probably should have said this before the processing bit, but don't edit every photo. The first edit is finding the best photos to edit. Editing photos is a physical process, but editing the image set to get the photos that you want to edit is another process. Like I say, I should have said this before processing. What you'll be doing, because most people take your photos on phones well one of the things they like doing is sharing them you'll only share your better photos and it'll be less and it'll have more impact and people will like them more the talky bit well there's only one more thing that i want to get across to be honest there is a tendency with the phone to just go out and take photos which is of course fine but with a little bit of time care and thought this will help you to take better photos. If you treat taking photos with a phone more like you would do taking photos with a camera, you'll set yourself a level above most people. Treat your phone as a camera and not a phone with a camera. That is pretty much what it is these days. So change your mindset from taking photos with your phone to using your phone as a camera to take photos. Makes sense? Hopefully it does. If you've never used a camera before, then that's fine. Just follow the 19 things I've talked about above and take this last piece of advice from me. When I go out on a shoot, like a sunrise or a sunset, I'm looking to get a couple of shots only. If I can get one photo that is portfolio standard, I'm delighted. And on a commercial shoot for a client, I will often only issue 20 to 30 photos from a half or full day shoot. So don't try and get too many photos. If you can get one excellent photo mission accomplished my one line summary to take better photos with a phone take your time think and practice more but take less photos next episode episode 74 how to take better videos with a phone title to be finalized going weekly i'm going weekly very soon more on that in a future episode i just wanted to tell you now that i've made that decision i'm done thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed fog <laughs> podcast fog podcast <laughs> to find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me like teaching me to speak check out photography forward slash start this episode was brought to you by yorkshire tea and general incompetence on my part no they're not paying me for saying this this is what i drink during the day before wine I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 13 and a half minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmcavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.